Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When the world is in trouble, when our future is in danger, we call upon one man. But when he's busy, he calls five girls. Columbia Pictures presents the Spice Girls. All right, we're coming. In their film debut, Victoria, Emma, Mel B., Jerry and Mel C. They're ready for action. Go, pal! They're dressed to kill. Ah, well, that's shaken or stirred. And thoroughly prepared for any encounter. It's a story of love. I think with boys, you should be able to just wheel them in. Yeah, and order them like a pizza. Yeah, no cheese. Compassion. It's really too hot in here. I need a fan. Hello and welcome to Rewatchability on the Entertainment One Podcast Network. My name is Blaine Waters. With me as always is... J.M. McNabb. And... Robert Larone. And... Spice. <laughs> God damn it, Rob. And our uh, special guest joining us this week is Jess Beaulieu and Natalie Norman from Crimson Wave. Welcome. Hi. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. Before we get into it, we just want to thank our Patreon sponsors. Those are the people that give us one, three, five dollars a month to keep the lights going. You um, spice up our lives. <laughs> Wow, you're really getting in with those Spice references. Have you just memorized all the lyrics to the Spice Girls? Not just. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Anyway, if you want to give, you can go to patreon.com slash rewatchability. So thank you very much. And let's get into it. You guys suggested doing Spice World. Yes. It was week. the only movie we could agree on. <laughs> <laughs> that we both love. That is the only movie <laughs> Literally in the history of cinema wow. that we both love. It, it was really hard for us. You're Spice like, World. Seven Samurai. <laughs> yeah, I know. I said Rocky Horror Picture Show about seven times. I, and I was I like, know. no, absolutely not. Well, yeah, it has uh, two of the cast members yeah, Anyway. This is a musical, too. So. Yeah. Two out of three ain't bad, as somebody said. <laughs> sure. It was meatloaf. Oh, <laughs> how great was... Okay, sorry. Yeah. I have so... I have no, so we're not like, talking about Rocky Horror Picture. No, now. but Meatloaf is in Spice World. It's Where true. is he in Spice he's, World? He's, he's we'll, the bus we'll driver. Talk about it. He's the bus driver. But before Holy we, shit! Before we get... Yeah, I know. Well, why don't... <laughs> I didn't even <laughs> that. Well, Natalie, why, why don't you tell us the first time you saw this film? Oh, my okay. God. The first time... Or the seventh. I would say I was probably about 10 years old, just going through puberty, just like really feeling my spices. (laughs) (laughs) Feeling your spices. Yeah, you heard me. Is that your coming into your girl power? Yeah, exactly. And like, well, I actually have a joke. Like, one of my stand up jokes, because we do stand up comedy, is is all about spice spice girls. girls. Yeah. Because I love them so much. Oh, dear. And like, they were the only ones that taught me about feminism. Yeah, there was a lot of like girl power in this movie. Yeah, like, it was like the it was them a, saying girl power. They said say. feminism, and yeah. when did this film come out in the nineteen ninety seven? I mean, they, they said it. Yeah, that's crazy. They invented feminism. Yeah, yeah. they did. As far as I'm concerned, yes. <laughs> yeah, they are collectively Gloria Steinem. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> that's it. They stand on each other's shoulders and they form Gloria Steinem. <laughs> as the our power powers <laughs> <laughs> the Power Rangers of Spice World. It's great. That is ridiculous. Uh, but I saw, I, I had to have been in grade, I think, four. And 
It was my favorite movie, and my parents like send it to me at summer camp on VHS, which is like so weird. It's not like I had a video player, uh, VCR, VCR to watch. They just wanted just to show to me. At night. Yeah, yeah, they just wanted to be like, "We love you so much." Here's Spice World. Um, <laughs> well, that's really nice of your parents to do. Yeah. That's the only nice they- thing they've ever done. For me. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you put the tape in. It's just like a recording of them telling you they're getting a divorce. <laughs> That would be about right. Yeah. Yeah. Back to the movie. Yeah. <laughs> every boy and every girl. <laughs> oh my God. Just as you're crying, yeah. every boy, every girl. Uh, what about you, Jess? When did you first see Fuck, it? I don't remember. Oh, bad answer, guys. I'm trying to remember when I, I can s- tell you another time I, I watched it. I was 11? <laughs> okay, yeah. Oh, you're going to take up more of my time? Yep. Oh, typical. Yeah. So 1997, I was 11. We were 11, right? I don't know. So probably in a movie theater, guys? I don't know. All right. <laughs> well, Sounds about right for 1997, but, but, doesn't you, it? You, you love it. You like this movie. Oh, I love it. My sister and I love I re- I remember getting my first Spice Girls CD. I remember okay. that a very epic That's moment. That's talking Was about. it like it Christmas? Was, it like was what? at my Aunt Georgie's house, and my sister, well, I didn't buy it from Aunt Georgie, but uh, my sister had bought it from, oh, I don't know, probably HMV or something crazy, you know, <laughs> like HMV that. still exists. Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot. <laughs> I forgot it exists, though. That's what they all went bankrupt. Yeah, I mean, it sells toys or something. Never Do they yeah. actually sell toys? Okay, yeah. anyway, this is not about Asian feet. So she bought it and showed it to me, and I was like, oh, what is this, what is this cool like album cover with all these women in these letters? Because, <laughs> you know, they're all in like, the How spice get stuff there? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, like a miniatures thing. Um, and then uh, and then we listened to it, and we really lo- loved it, and we were into it. Wow. I just That's like want to put in a, like, a cute side note that in first year university, I wrote a paper on the importance of the Spice Girls in no, 90s you pop culture. Mm-hmm. Yes. They were so important. I'm so sorry. Right. What was and the like, class? The class was, <laughs> was it a culinary class? No, it was a pop pop history oh, okay. after nineteen uh, rock and roll history after nineteen fifty. Oh, okay, so that makes sense. I went That's... to Dollhousey, so I'm pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what, what, such what about... an inside joke for like Canadian listeners, Halifax. What about you, Jam? When did you first see this movie? I never saw this movie before yesterday. Oh wow! That's typical man. For shame. Yeah, no, typical man. You know. I, well, I was exactly. Little, I was Classic a patriarchy over here, not supporting women. Yeah. I didn't like their whole girl power aesthetic. Yeah. <laughs> Girls power? <laughs> no, I was in, I think I was in grade nine. So it was like just maybe a little, getting a little snobby about oh boy. pop culture. I think I was okay with the Spice Girls. Yeah. As like, I kind of liked the music. I wasn't snobby about that, but I think I was starting to be a real like movie snob and I was, I you probably the first one down. on vinyl. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I, I was their first manager, actually. That's why I was a little bitter about it. No, but I, I mean, I remember like the time and the culture of it, and, yeah. and them being huge. And I remember, like, I remember being a little defensive of it because I remember a lot of older critics were like, "Well, this isn't as good as." A Hard Day's Night or The Beatles. It's like, well, that was probably just because you were young when those came out and you yeah. were happier then. So I remember being like... <laughs> That's the key. Yeah. The happiness. I remember... I, I don't think I felt one way or another about it, but I, I do have a nostalgia for like that time. Actually, I watched the movie with my wife last night and then we went through sort of like a YouTube rabbit hole of watching the Spice Girls on the Rosie O'Donnell show. Oh, yeah. And Oprah yeah. and SNL. And was it amazing? Wow. Yeah, it was pretty good. We watched like... <laughs> Then play wannabe like seven times in a row, it's and they're a all a little bit different. Yeah. <laughs> it was good. It was a good What's performance. What's the best one? What's the best wannabe? Well, Conan, nineteen ninety six. My wife. Well, the reason why we looked it up was she said like on SNL when they played it was almost a bit of a scandal because it was very oh. clear they were using a backing track for the choruses. Wait, what? But I was just kind of refreshed by the fact that it wasn't all a backing track because right. yeah. they sounded kind of off key or a little like shouty in the other parts. But I just kind of liked. It. it was a little. This is what people don't know. The Spice Girls are the realistic gets. Yeah, they're, are they're, the realistic <laughs> gets. Yeah, you know, they knew what I meant. No, it was far like realer than any musical act you would see like on a talk show now. Like, yeah, I, yeah, I was yeah. actually pleasantly surprised by how spontaneous it felt. So yeah, I yeah, but I had yeah, never seen great. this movie. So these are new reactions, Blaine. Yeah. Uh, I thought I had never seen this movie before, but then I watched it and I knew everything. <laughs> uh, so either it's wow. just like that big in pop culture that I had picked it up in other you places. You blocked it off. Or, uh, <laughs> you yeah, repressed this. I'd, you repressed Spice Girls. I'd been abducted by aliens with small faces and made to watch this movie. You were and a then, huge Spice fan. Don't you remember? You had all the merchandise. You went on tour. You were like head, Jay Baruchel and Almost Famous, but for Spice Girls. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> no, actually, I, I feel kind of bad because I was kind of a jerk about the Spice Girls in like what? grade seven. And oh, eight. fuck you. I know. I, I would like make fun of. I know. I like you. real music like Blink 182. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what I said. And that was uh, a quote. <laughs> yeah, you were there. And I remember this girl, Tanya, who was uh, taller than me at the time. Shout out to Tanya. <laughs> she sounds so powerful. She was. She she had girl power. And, <laughs> and I remember saying, like, Spice Girls suck. And, and she actually it was the only time in my entire high school career where I was shoved into a locker. So, <gasps> oh, my God! <laughs> that's girl power. That's all play. To, yeah, that's, no, no, no. Yeah, that's, that, that's feminism oh, no. 101. I don't, I don't, that's, yeah, that's affirmative action. Yeah. <laughs> Let's play pray to St. Tanya. Yeah. <laughs> Our justice system needs to be more like that, okay? <laughs> more putting Blaine in lockers. That's right, yeah. Put them put men in lockers, you know? Yeah. When they or they're poorly born pop culture opinions. That's right. <laughs> Like that's why all those you can't say that on television kids were in there because they didn't like the Spice Girls. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what about you, Rob? When did you first see this? You'd, you'd seen this a couple times, is what I heard before the show. Yeah, I have a history with the Spice Girls. <laughs> <laughs> that's not oh how God. you say it. Okay. No, I saw it in the movie theater because my sister was a few years younger than me, and she was really into the Spice Girls, and I was a good bigger brother at yeah. the time. So, <laughs> oh my God, what happened with you two? Let's hear that story. But so I, I think it was we had these like summer matinees where you would spend like two dollars to see the movie to get in, and then you would also get like a small popcorn and a yeah. chocolate bar and like a pop. Yeah. So like if you got your parents to give you two bucks, you were basically getting a whole bunch of snacks for free. So I was willing to sit through pretty much anything, including the Spice Girls. Two or three times. Two or three times. Yeah, my sister really liked the Spice Girls. Did it? Did it rub off? And did you like? Did you like the Spice Girls after that? Because you were kind of a metalhead too, right? So like the Spice Girls, did that mix in with your musical style? <laughs> they they were metal in their own way. They really were. Thank no, you. They, they were. Sorry, let me clarify. I'm, they absolutely were not. <laughs> like they're metal in the sense that like metal means like to like be opposing to the. Like whatever's mainstream the and the norm, they, the yeah, man. the norm. So they're Wait. metal to me. You might argue that the Spice Girls are pretty mainstream. Yeah. Well, they also wrote a lot of their own music. And did you know that they were super poor and living in a house together? <laughs> she loves when the they stocks. Were, above like, a rising cafe. up. No, honestly. Did you guys know that? About no, I, they, they were like, yeah. they all so live together. How they met was Mel B uh, discusses this in an interview on <laughs> no, Stephen Colbert that you could all listen to, you especially with your wife tonight after this. <laughs> <laughs> continue your marathon. She talks about how everyone thinks that they were like forced together by a producer. So they went to an audition for a girl group, but then they were not signed, but they really liked each other. So they formed their own independent band, lived together in a house, were very poor, wrote all their own songs, self produce some albums and then got eventually signed so fuck you fuck you fuck you <laughs> all of the Spice Girls from the beginning fuck everyone no, but I, I heard the opposite I heard that they were like that they were formed by like this music group to like be the female take that yeah and then yeah. After when they were like, hey, you guys got to sign these contracts, they were like, fuck you guys. We're going to steal your intellectual property and go along with Simon Fuller. Steal their intellectual property? Their concept was we're going to have like a five girl vocal group. Sorry, is that a concept? Is five women making music together a concept in your eyes? Well, it is if that's your idea. Yeah, if you're a misogynist and you're like, I didn't know women could speak at all. (laughs) Never mind, sing. This is a really tiny room for this conversation. They could absolutely sing. I mean, I don't know why I'm apologizing because I'm right, but I... uh... (laughs) No, I mean... Yeah, of course. Women are always right. The the coolest thing about that part of the story, like when they fired that management group that put them together, was they were so worried that they were going to lose out on the songs that they'd written and stuff that they broke into the studio and stole all the master tapes to the songs they recorded so the management company couldn't take them. that's power. <laughs> Did they actually do that? Yeah. I, was, I, thought, I genuinely thought that was that one was of the most so punk rock things I've ever heard. That's yeah. so metal, punk rock, yeah. etc. right? I guess. They also talked about how, like, nobody, like, yes, they were put together to form a girl group, but, like, nobody really wanted girl groups back then, and they wanted to do their own thing. They mm-hmm. didn't want to be, like, forced. There, yeah, there thing. were a lot of boy yeah. groups at the time. Oh, so many like, boy groups yeah. in the 90s. Like, yeah. the Action Boys and Instinct. Together. That Tanya beat me up about, too, so. Like, yeah. I, but, like just learning that even kind of made me appreciate them because I always just assumed they were like 
a manufactured group. Yeah, me like a too. Produ- so hearing that they were that, but then they fired all their managers and stole their tapes and like <laughs> kind of because like it just seemed the the kind of corporate assembly of a band seemed to kind of like contradict their message or their yeah. attitude. So to learn that backstory actually made me appreciate them more. I guess so. But from my perspective, <laughs> wow. as like a 12-year-old boy growing up, they were still radio, commercial, pop music. That's Right. I mean, that's what I, that's what I thought as a kid, I too. Will just like sure. say, I will just say, as a uh, 10-year-old woman, yeah. and I say woman, woman because my body was changing, and I was becoming <laughs> a woman. Very fast. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you, but like, you want, the thing with the Spice Girls and why they're so special, I think, to a lot of people my age, women or people who identify as women, yeah. whatever, is because there's five women that are completely different mm-hmm. that in some way you can relate to, opposed to everything else we've seen in mainstream media at the time. Yeah. Right. Even with the boy bands, even with, like, you know, like, was Silverchair really big back then? And, like, all these things. <laughs> yeah. But you know what I mean? Boy like, bands, we, I, we're, But they look, they, they still look the same as, like, the guy from Silverchair looks like Kurt Cobain in a way. You right. know what I mean? Oh, yeah. So, like, they're modeled after other people. This is, like, five girls that seemed to be, whether or not they're manufactured or not, that had really strong individual personalities. And if you were an outsider like me, who had zero friends and was kind of bullied, you felt kind of like, ah, fuck, I found something yeah. that kind of re- represents me and I sure. can relate to. Yeah, of course. And, so their, and their songs were so much, so many of their songs were about empowering women, about friendship, about saying fuck I you to guys who don't. I feel a lot about don't. Spice Girls as we're talking about <laughs> Oh, of course, I feel it too. We were fucking like tweens in the 90s and there were no women, like no... Every fi- time I have sex, I think about two can become one still. <laughs> oh my god. I hope you- I whispered into my lover's ear. That's amazing. That's creepy as well. <laughs> That's something he would like. <laughs> anyway. Wow. Well, we're not going to top that for the opening uh, portion of the show. Rob, do you want to run down the plot? Let's get into what actually happens in this movie. Oh, sure. So, there are these spiced girls. They are a around again, but- all-girl vocal group. They're on the verge of becoming super famous. Everybody already knows them and loves them, but getting ready to play their first big, prestigious sellout gig at Royal Albert Hall. But they're not enjoying the life like the way that they should be. They're sort of overworked. Their clothes don't excite them anymore. <laughs> they have to like rehearse all the time and do all these concerts for these people that love them, and it's really tiring. And it also means that they can't like focus on the important things, like their friend. They have a pregnant friend. Yeah, I wonder if like when they all live together in that house, did they have like a pregnant friend? We all that do. Never... That's a secret that women don't tell men. <laughs> <laughs> that we have pregnant friends. And we have one pregnant friend that always lives with us. <laughs> Is she still pregnant from like back in the day? We switched them out. Yeah. <laughs> Ah. It was like a tag at the, at the door. Yeah. <laughs> someone coming in, someone That's going out. a really out. funny concept. Were they implying in the movie that she was part of the band at one point? Oh, yeah, no. I don't know. I don't think so. Pregnant Spice? Because they go back in time to that diner with that guy who likes yeah. jazz. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. and that guy's like, them- well, it's not jazz, but it's okay. I like jazz. Uh, but it seems like she's part of the band, and then she yeah. goes up and just presses the tape to play their music yeah, while they, they sing. Yeah. Everywhere, yeah. She actually did all the music. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's unsung Spice. <laughs> unsung. Yeah. But yeah, so they're they're planning this big gig, but there's this everybody sort of wants a piece of these Spice Girls. And you think there's five of them, there's enough to go around, but there's not. We have a whole bunch of people. There's Alan Cumming. He is a documentary filmmaker. What are you getting? Were you blowing kisses at Alan yeah, Cumming Alan, just now? Yeah, Alan Cumming is um, so fucking hot. Anyway, wow, I think he's pretty hot too. Yeah. Actually, I just I, I, I stopped because I I didn't want to interrupt. And he's the so plot. No, no, please interrupt. But it was Jerry that cast him. I learned because she'd seen him in Hamlet. <laughs> oh my weird. god, she's a thespian. It's <laughs> a culture with Jerry Spice. Well, well surprise that she's a genius. Okay, wow, minimizing women's intelligence. So, so Alan Cummings trying to make a movie about them. Yeah, and there's also like there's another group who's trying to make like a fictional film at the same time. And, and with Mark McKinney. Yeah. What? That's oh, it was crazy. So crazy. Mark McKinney. Yeah, and George Went. From from Cheers. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, that was that's... a weird thing too, because it's like they were the Spice Girls were like the biggest stars on the planet, and they finally make a movie. And again, I hadn't seen before. And then it's like third build is George Wentz. It's like really? That's that was he your go to build something oh, like McKinney that. He was up was like there, third as well, like third or fourth as well. Yeah, which I thought was yeah. really interesting. I was like, Canadians can do it all <laughs> in, in 1997. Yeah, in Spice, in Spice Girl movies. Yeah. yeah. 
so they're trying to make a movie. He's just thinking up a, a... Yeah, they're, like, pitching all these, like, terrible things. And it's mm-hmm. just, like, there's all these sort of bits interspersed. I mean, we should state that there isn't so much a plot mm-hmm. so much as... Music videos strung together. Yeah, strung together by, like, scenes of them driving around in their bus, which is somehow larger on the inside than it is on <laughs> the outside. They're like, yeah. Black Lodge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, the English like the... What did you say it was? You said it was a 90s... Oh, so it was like if the 90s had a fever dream, it would be this movie. Yeah. It's like, yeah, Meatloaf, I, there was a giant bus and Meatloaf's driving it. <laughs> like, yeah. it does feel like that. Like, that whole alien scene, like, there's so many parts where I'm like, what the fuck is happening I love right that now? alien scene because to me it was like, they really are a big deal everywhere. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> right. I love yeah, how you make all of this so emotional for <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> Natalie's gonna cry. If if aliens knew about our podcast, I mean, I think that would be it. We would have made it. Yeah, that's true. But the other thing, oh, th- just to talk about that alien scene for a minute, <laughs> because it's weird. Because they're not even just like stereotypical aliens. Like they aren't oh, yeah. cartoon aliens. They're these weird, tiny faced like Terry Gilliam yeah. movie aliens. Yeah, like they scare the shit out of me. Like they were really scary. Honestly. They were, yeah. It was a creepy... And then Jerry has to kiss one of them. Yeah. Mm. It was not pleasant. Yeah. No. That was, that was weird. Yeah. there. I mean, there's just so much weird to this movie that it's hard to know where to start. So I just feel like yeah. I, I have... I can... May I have... May I... <laughs> You yeah you, please uh, ask the conch. I just thank you thank you. I just so I've been watching a lot of movies lately and like it's a. Bus- You've been watching a lot. I have I've been alone a lot. And, uh, <laughs> and I watched a Russ Meyer's film this week and it was like super weird. And then I watched this movie and I was just like, this is like it's weird because it's the Spice Girls and it's not like a niche weird director, but it is that really like campy. It's it very, so campy, so campy. It's so bizarre. And yes, as a child, like it felt like a normal film, but now stepping back and being in my 30s and I'm watching it and I'm like, this movie is fucked. Yeah. <laughs> like in the best possible way, like it's very fun. And I like, there's so many more jokes like now I see than I would have realized when I was younger. Yeah. And I just, I love it. They're quite yeah. funny. I love it. I want to dress up like them again. <laughs> <laughs> you know what else also I love the constant the repeating of like think like they were like can you imagine if this happened and then they have like the the, the, the Wayne's bar, world the wave <laughs> the, yeah. yeah and then they go to what that like and when baby like if she killed someone and had a machine gun and smiled yeah. but it's like it happened so much in this film yeah with Hugh Laurie as Poirot in yeah. that scene yeah. which was yeah again it felt like a fever dream like yeah, I feel like, like I was gonna come describe these things and you're gonna be like that didn't happen yeah <laughs> and Stephen Fry was in there too yeah. As like a judge, it was everyone so in England was in there. Elton John. Elton John. Yeah. John, right in the beginning, is there? I just yeah. also, my, my favorite television Elvis show. Bob Geldof. The yeah. character from my favorite television show was in the movie as her character. If you've ever seen Absolutely Fabulous, yeah. oh, Eddie Monsoon was in the movie as Eddie Monsoon. And it was just like, for me, that's like a perfect, because I love their show. And then yeah. I love the Spice Girls. And I'm just like, overload, overload, <laughs> overload. How do I handle this? Can't compute it. Like, that's how I literally felt, because it was also such a perfect comedic scene between the two of them. With the manta rays joke? Yeah, it, oh, oh, the manta rays. Yes, yeah. I'm wearing manta ray shoes right now. Yeah, yeah. she's very, very funny. Yeah, yeah. it's so, like, to me, that was so much goodness. The comedy is excellent in this film. <laughs> okay? Maybe it's the greatest. Yeah, it's, I'm right. <laughs> I think Peter Sellers wrote it. <laughs> but there are like it's, there are so many funny moments. Come on, I did laugh out loud several times because some of them just. I mean, not, I, again, I, it's a terrible movie, but yeah. some, yeah. some well. moments just were so out of left field. Like there's one point where the bad guy who's played by um, you know Dame Edna, what's his name, Barry Norman. <gasps> I didn't know that. Yeah. That's Dame Edna? I think so. She really can do everything. (laughs) No way. Or Barry Humphreys. But (laughs) the bad guy, the tabloid editor, is like talking to his underling. And it gets really dramatic, and it just starts raining in his office. I love that. But just on like the the one guy, <laughs> and he was like, "Next time, can you not be so so angry?" Yeah. And I was like, "This is a." I'm sorry. To me, that was a perfect scene. Yeah. Well, that's one of the kind of plot it won at the Oscar. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of the plot lines of this movie is that there's like this tabloid that's trying to like use the Spice Girls to sell papers. Yeah, and take them down, possibly even by breaking up the group. Yeah. Yeah, uh, and they and one of the times that I laughed out loud was they hired this photographer to right. follow them around, and, and it's he's, Richard O'Brien from yeah. the Rocky Horror 
show. Right, yeah. Really? Pick, and the rock. picture show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Also, you weren't joking when you said that. No, there's what? a lot of like connections. No, there was meatloaf. Oh, me love. That's right. We don't yeah. joke on rewatchability. No, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Minimize my intelligence. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. The photographer's going around taking pictures of me. He's very hilarious. He's so, a paparazzi. Yeah, he's a paparazzi, but he's hiding in all these things. He's, uh, yeah, like, like uh, in the toilet. Yeah, I toilet. feel sort of bad for that guy because he's given us one of the most beloved cultural phenomenons of all time, the Rocky Horror Picture Show. And, like, we saw him in, what was that movie? Dark Knight or Alex <laughs> Proyas movie? Dark City. Dark City. And yeah. he has to skulk around in that, too. Yeah, he's Whenever, a skulker. He just has to, like, be pale and, like, be, like, <laughs> creeping down a pipe or he's, something he's and everything. typecast. It's awful. <laughs> yeah. I, I just would like to update everybody. That was Barry Humphreys. Oh, my Dame God. Edmund. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's incredible. Dame Edna's one of our other heroes. <laughs> we saw Dame Edna live like three years ago, and, and we've never gotten to know it. Was one, it was, it was <laughs> like one of the best top five comedy shows I've seen. That and Carol Burnett. Anyways. Yeah. <laughs> Carol Burnett, yeah. Was yeah as good as Dame Edna, though. Carol Burnett was. But so like one of the things that they sort of, well, there's like this contest that some kids win, and so the Spice Girls have to spend time with these oh, yeah. kids. And oh, yeah. so while Richard O'Brien <laughs> is so like... This is the I, actual plot of this film. There's so much random shit like that that happens that I can't even... Remember in the hospital that the, the kid's in a coma? Oh, my God. Well, yeah, we have <laughs> to get to that, too. Like, there's all this shit where you're like, what? Like, there's so many scenes that have no connection. Go ahead. Just yeah. sing Wannabe again. Okay. <laughs> yeah. But so they have these kids, and Scary Spice runs off the bus with them, and they go on an adventure, and they end up, like, on a boat. And one of the kids almost drowns. Yeah. So it becomes a big story. There's, like, a scene where they show up the, t- the headline of the tablet. It's like... Child almost drowns. That was another moment where I laughed out loud when Alan Cumming is like hurrying the cameraman and says, Hurry up, we're going to miss an aquatic adventure. And then they go back to Royal Albert Hall. This is like at the end of the movie already. But, uh, well, you don't talk about how they got into the big fight. Right? That's what I'm talking, oh, about. talking about. They're now. there. Oh, right. And <laughs> I guess yeah. like the main thing is that their manager, Richard E. Grant, is really stressed out because they don't follow their schedule or do any of their responsibilities. Also, James Bond is telling him what to do every every oh, minute yeah, of the day. Him all that, yeah, and that weird, those weird riddle advice. Yeah, it's, it's weird that they had James, like Roger Moore there as James Bond, but told him to do stuff that James Bond villains did. Like that was like a weird. Also, I have one little bit of trivia. They kept bringing, you know how he has that cat that he's stroking? Yeah, Apparently yeah. they kept bringing in other animals. And yeah. at one point they, yeah, they brought in a piglet and it peed on him. I, oh, wow. That's a beautiful bad. moment. I, I specifically Googled to see if Roger Moore got peed on in this movie. Okay, and of it course. Did you actually? Did. No, no. So, oh, man. I was like, that'd be great. They don't even get in a fight because friends don't fight. Well, they're and they're good friends, and yeah. more yeah. like you know, it's like a ball of confusion. They're not sure whether the concert's going to happen because Richard E. Grant's like, "Fine, go home if you don't want to come to the concert." And then they're like, "Okay, we will, or are we, or what's happening?" Yeah. And yeah. they sort of like go their separate ways for just one dreamy montage, and right. then they come back together at like the place that they all met, mm-hmm. where five became one. <laughs> yeah, we're that that fight scene. I was like, my god, I know the film is like terribly written generally, but that scene actually upset me because I was like, this isn't even a real fight. I don't even know. Yeah. They're not really fighting with each other. If they just talked, they uh, would realize that they're all on the same page. Yeah, I don't like this tone. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, it's like, uh, what's his name again who plays the manager, Richard E. Grant? Is that what his yeah. name is? Yeah. Is like yelling at them and then they, Jerry's like, well, maybe we won't come and then, like, I don't understand, like, and then they're like, oh, then they all leave and I'm like, this isn't, like, write a good fight. Have someone, like, do something horrible to each yeah. other. You know, like our friendship. I knew she was going to say that. <laughs> we fight a lot. We fight a lot. And it's very real. People love it. Well, I think... <laughs> I mean, I'm going to say something critical about the Spice Girls movie here. I don't Uh-oh. think that the characters are written with individual personalities. Yes, they have, yeah. like, their traits, like... One is the posh one, and one is the, I guess, likes athletics. Sporty. Oh. <laughs> athletics! <laughs> athletic spices. Sporty Spices? You saw the movie three times! <laughs> athletic Spice, is that her name? But they don't have, like, the- <laughs> clashing personalities where, like, She's you not know- Crucifix Spice? <laughs> <laughs> 
spice. That's like Lars von Trier's oh. Spice World. <laughs> but they don't have any like interpersonal conflict or anything like that. There's no like no, yeah, there's you know, not. budding artistic personalities or anything like that. So it's not really natural to have them have a fight. They just sort of put it in there because they need to have something so that they come back together in a great way. Well, yeah, but that's the whole kind of movie is that it's trying to be a movie, which is a stupid thing to say. <laughs> Ambitious. But but it's because the whole movie is written by Mark McKinney and his and the guy from Cheers, is right? Written by Mark McKinney? Oh, yeah, oh. In the movie. yeah, in the movie. Oh, so it's yeah, meta. It's very it's, meta. It's a meta oh, right. movie. So, so like everything that happens in the movie is from the stupid Hollywood guy's brain, and so that's how they can get away with making a stupid movie, right. but they can't get away with it because it's still kind of a bad movie. I'm I need sorry. To, no, no, no. You are entitled to your opinions. Thanks, well, Natalie. You're welcome. Uh, but I'll we say this. I'm Canadian. But, <laughs> I just feel like this, what I like was thinking about this movie is like, to me, this... It's. I know it's a movie, but it seems more like a crossover between, like, you know, we have all these, like, documentary kind of style right. rock star bands, star mm-hmm. pop bands that have, like, documentaries out where you have Joanne with, was it called Joanne with Lady Gaga's last documentary? Oh, yeah, okay. And then you had, you know, you have Justin, like, a million Justin Bieber ones. And it felt like this cool kind of crossover where it was, like, right. a docu-style, yeah. but, like, also super campy and super what, attuned to what the Spice Girls are. And that's yeah. why I kind of it reminded me almost like um have you ever seen Together the documentary for Together <laughs> like Sorry, the, what is Together <laughs> they're a boy band oh right? my god it's, it's two the number so, two d- together so together yeah. and it's a play on like pop bands like to get her no no just like, to I'll get my revenge on her no no God why so sinister <laughs> it's like a, it's about like a band that is together and they have like different character screens and like it's a comedy fake band but they yeah. have like a movie uh, that goes to it and it kind of feels like that Spice Girls is like Spice Girls is that meets like Joanne, which is like a very entertaining mix. If you're right. someone who has ADD, <laughs> yeah. you know what? I and I have ADD, so, so I lie. That's yeah. why we like this movie because <laughs> I was like, "What's happening now? Who cares?" Moving on. Uh, like if I did drugs, this would be a great movie. Oh to man, do it'd be great to watch on drugs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, it's if we have any kids out there, do drugs. Yeah, do drugs. <laughs> watch the Spice Girls. I was going to say something. Oh, I said earlier, no hard stuff before we were recording that it feels like a variety show almost. It feels right. like. These like musicians are hosting a variety show, and they like almost like it's SNL actually. Like they're hosting, like it's like we see these weird skits with them as themselves. But then there, there's all this other side, like scenes that have no connection to the main plot, and that's yeah. what it felt like to me. Yeah. Like there was no actual arc of any this sort. This feels really. like a movie I would have written. <laughs> it does yeah. feel like that. It feels exactly like that's that. That's literally. I think yes, I like it because yeah, I, I like it so much. I think because that's what's constantly going on in my brain. And like literally, like just glitter platforms, music, mm-hmm. weird yeah, hair, and I'd glitter. be like, what, now, celebrities. Why the, why the fuck is Britain. this like this army choreographer scene? In oh here? man, I do want to I, I, I do yeah. want to talk about that. But let's talk about that when we come back uh, after the break. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Welcome back to Rewatchability. We're with Jess and Natalie from Crimson Wave. Thanks for joining us, guys. Thank uh, you. We're talking about what... <laughs> thank you. <laughs> we're talking about what a whirlwind spice world is. Uh, and it's like a dystopia. Yeah. <laughs> but we're, we're, we're just... We got J.G. On, Ballard couldn't have written it better. We got onto the dance sequence where they were taught how to yeah. dance by an yeah. army colonel. Yeah. Right. And then they went through an obstacle course, which right. Posh Buys refused to, to do. Classic. I don't even think they used that at Royal Albert Hall. <laughs> <laughs> Why couldn't they have seen their pregnant friend? <laughs> was was that guy anyone? Like, everyone was famous I, in this movie. For sure he was. Yeah, his name was Michael Barrymore, but I don't know if he was, I don't think he was one of the Barrymores. I oh, think he was like okay. some other British Barrymore. Yeah, he was so like, when he came in, I was like, this has got to be somebody because they wouldn't let just anybody do do this because it's so off the wall. Well, I read that they originally wanted to get John Cleese, 
Oh, oh I would have he was right. like, oh, no. Oh, yeah. That makes sense. It's honestly his loss. John Cleese's oh, loss. Yeah. It's his loss. His filmography suffers for this. Yeah, like he could have had a full catalog, and he missed the opportunity because he was just too macho and too cool. That's yeah. right. It was about his male ego. Anyway, well, uh, pretty much everybody who appeared in this movie—Elvis Costello and Bob Geldof—apparently all of them appeared in this movie because their kids, mostly their boys, uh, were big fans of the actually? band. Yeah. That's yeah. so cute. Uh, Bob Hoskins did not know who the Spice Girls were. Yeah. Oh my god, Bob Hoskins! Yeah, he was in that booth making a phone call, being videotaped. There's so many fucking people in this film. I can't. Yeah. That's so crazy. Well, speaking of like, there's there's some weird parts to this film. I mean, weirder than weird, like uncomfortable. There's a part at the beginning where they come out speaking to the young boys, liking it, where young boys have their cameras out trying to like take pictures up their skirts. When is that? In the beginning I of the film, really. And the, and the one guy goes, "No, no." and puts a, puts a purse over the cameras. It's like a weird, like, one-off thing that I was like, this is a kid's oh, movie. Oh, there like, for what's sure a going on? The alien tries to grab Jerry's tit. Oh, yeah. and then Oh, he it, succeeds. She, that alien's... Oh, he does. Oh, no, <laughs> yeah. not Scary's tit. Sorry. Right? Yeah. It is Scary. It is. It's, 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 uh, one of the ten, you know? <laughs> it's uh, scary. And it's the last. Uh, and, you know, and, like, and then, and then when the kid is in the coma, again, my favorite scene, and, which actually, Victoria Beckham has an excellent performance in that, where she yells at him, like, to wake up. You remember yeah, that? Yeah, that's pretty funny. Yeah. She's a good comedic talent. But they're like, oh, take off your top. And then she's like, oh, he, Jerry's like, oh, he wouldn't even know because his eyes are closed and his eyes open up. There's so many moments like that where I'm like, this was written by a man. <laughs> I'm a man. I write jokes but about also, boobies. <laughs> first of all, that was I a great Spice Girl song, by the way. <laughs> first of all, I have jokes about boobies. Okay, yeah. different. Okay, that's But also, different. I think it's kind of, I think you know it, it is. Are you kidding me? Yes, I know. It is. Don't you My dare. jokes are great. Yeah. That's the difference. Oh, this was written by a woman, though. Was it? Yeah. Oh, fuck. Uh, Kim Fuller. Kim Fuller's a dude. Oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, no. Damn it. Sorry, What I wanted to say... Shot. With the Spice Girls. Story by Spice Girls. Yeah, we're both right. <laughs> is it a story by the Spice Girls? Yeah, it is a story by the Spice Isn't Girls. Isn't it based on the... Sp- oh, okay. Story. Yeah. Is anyone going to let me talk? Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> I just want to... <laughs> Your voice is really important. Yeah. Thank you. I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> what I wanted to say is I think it's an interesting play to confront these like sexist moments where like if there's kids like oh, right, that like they're reacting. Oh, yeah. It's a reaction Same to shape. them and it's like and it also shows you like I'm like I don't want to like we are in this world like especially now in the Me Too movement. So it's kind of relevant and it's that it's like well. these small moments were stuff where sometimes. little boys were sexually har- like that's sexual harassment. Yeah, but they also did the stuff that guys requested sometimes too. Right? Yes, of course, because we've all done that because we've yeah, all felt I'm pressure. Not, I'm not <laughs> judging the Spice Girls ever. Just I would never making sure. Oh, wow. You think I'm we all never dares look at our breasts to wake them up of comas? <laughs> yeah, it's I a mean, natural thing to do. If, it, if that was like a power that I, if that was a girl power that I had, <laughs> like wake people from comas because showing them my tits, I would consider it. Let's just. Say I would consider it's that like Oliver I would not. Both female version. <laughs> you would not. Patch what are you Adams, about? You show people your tits. For the I love showing people my tits, and I would not if they, it was to wake them up from a coma. Okay, nope. that's fucked and makes no <laughs> nope. sense. No, nope. that makes actual. I don't understand. The kid's that. mom's there. He's been in a coma for three years. She's begging you, my son. He just, you know, he I had mean, dreams. He wanted to go that. to college. Well, no, don't they say like? They don't even say he's in a coma. They're just like, oh, my son hit his head yeah. and he won't wake <laughs> up. Sleep, like, yeah. Is that the technical term? Yeah, like, is that what the doctors hit told his you? Head. Yeah, that's the longer term. <laughs> but we didn't talk about how they're in the hospital because their friend goes oh, into yeah. labor. Goes in labor. Oh, yeah. Their friend who, by the way, we didn't talk about how when we first meet her, she's like, my I husband. guess the father left her. Yeah, yeah. yeah Trevor. And they're just like, no oh, good. that's too bad. But it's like, that's... Yeah. T- devastating that's awful he was a dick it's because the way she says it she's like yeah he's gone (laughs) no it was like like, she always knew he was like a flake yeah she didn't realize he was that big of a flake wow female interpretation of that moment am i right i agree that's actually he was just late he was just (laughs) somewhere he showed up five minutes later did he show up i can't (laughs) remember no no he didn't i was sitting around okay don't gaslight me I was so confused. I was like, did I... Don't gaslight me! Oh, my God! 
We're not talking about We're gaslight. So We're talking insane. about Spice World. <laughs> yeah. uh, Sorry, that's so crazy. Is gaslight rewatchable? No, no gaslight. Uh, oh, that's it a good is, one. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll yeah. tell you if it's rewatchable. Well, there's like this big thing where they're unsure whether they should help their pregnant friend through her labor because yeah. she doesn't have anybody, and apparently it's good when you're having a baby to have five friends around your bed. <laughs> also, that hospital was very weird. Did anyone else that big shadow of like the window in the back, and there's only one nurse who worked there? Anyway, yeah, yeah it was like the echo. Silent Hill it was hospital. Very, uh, <laughs> yeah. It felt very much That's like That's how I like my hospitals. <laughs> they didn't even have a doctor. <laughs> yeah, the there nurse. was no doctor. <laughs> it's that UK health system. <laughs> yeah, it's telehealth. <laughs> 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 they're like, unless there's an emergency, it's just the nurse for now. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, and then at one point they're going to call an ambulance and they don't because they have meatloaf driving their no, bus. No, Victoria Beckham drives the bus. No, that's after. Oh, that is after. Oh, yeah. Because they're late for their concert? Oh, shit, you're right. That meatloaf delivers <laughs> to go to the hospital. <laughs> meatloaf you know. delivers the <laughs> baby to the hospital. What to was get the another? line that meatloaf said again? <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. That was a funny scene. No, where they were sad. like They were like, <laughs> what is the, the, tour, the manager goes up to meatloaf and is yeah. like, can you clean out the toilets? And he's like... I can, but I won't do that. He's right? like, I love those girls, and I'll do anything they, for them. But I won't do that. There's a, a lot of throwaway lines. I won't yeah. do. Oh. And they say, will you drive okay. us to the concert? And he says, I will, like a bat out of hell. I love what? it. Uh, I love and, it. Another Meatloaf song. <laughs> oh, God, Meatloaf. Fuck. I felt, okay, because I knew Meatloaf before I knew the Spice Girls. Meatloaf was like the one <laughs> rock tape that my mom had. As all moms did. Except yeah. for Bachman Turner Overdrive. <laughs> <laughs> but, so, I, I liked, you know, I was a really big Meatloaf fan. I, I really just liked the songwriting stylings of Jim Steinman. But, so I felt really bad that here was this guy who had, like, been a superstar, and, like, now he was reduced to driving the bus for these girls. <laughs> and also, Gary Glitter was supposed to be in this movie. Yeah. He had a four-minute scene that was cut out just before the release after the child pornography charges were, oh, were made that public. Sounds about yeah. Right. yeah. But they were like, we cut him out of the movie, but we'll still use his song. <laughs> That's girl power. <laughs> oh god. What Wait, song? What? They're like, you can be in my gang, my gang, my gang, you can be in my gang. That's a Gary Glitter song? Yes. Oh. But did they know back then, like, what... I mean, well, they if they cut him out of the movie because it was, like, awkward, they, they well, probably could have taken the song out, too. I mean, but that's a big chunk of the movie. That would be, like, a 70-minute movie. <laughs> Just do another dream sequence or another <laughs> to want to be again. I think if it was today, you would, like, Christopher Plummer that shit right away. Oh, for sure. <laughs> but also, it was 1997, and the whole film was controlled, you know, also by men, even though it was, like, the Spice Girls were women and producing it. I doubt they had, like, that much choice or something like that. Maybe yeah. they did. But yeah, I mean, I it was know. produced by Simon Fuller, right? The guy who did uh, The Survivor. Idols. Did he do Survivor? I don't, I don't oh, know. Oh, that Mark Bennett. I think he did all yeah. the, like, the musical reality TV shows. Right, right. And he produced bands on the side. So this is his, like, foray into, into making movies. Yeah. So he has his brother write it. As yeah. one does. As one does. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. When you guys were younger, because the Spice Girls were kind of made for young girls and young boys to like identify with a character in, in there. Did you guys identify with anyone? I'm asking everyone here. I always felt I was identified with Scary. Okay. And Ginger, which nice. we found out earlier today through conversations with friends that they actually were enemies in real life. Really? And oh. there was a lot of contention between them. But I always felt like I always felt like Ginger was the outsider one. Ginger was considered to be like the plus size one. Really? Yes. So I, and they were all there was a lot of comments in the media at the time of her being overweight and all this stuff. So I always felt like I related to her in that body kind of sense. And Scary was just like you know she like. The whole, like she's just the different one is what I assumed, and we all know that it was just like complete racism. Right, what was going on? But those were the two because I also kind of felt like Baby and Posh and Sporty were very dull people. Yeah, I mean, they seemed one yeah. dimensional. Baby didn't really have like a thing. Like, well, her, her thing, thing was, was being... being an adult baby, <laughs> <laughs> which is like really like like. No, I'm wrong with that. <laughs> There's sure, almost everything wrong kink, with that. If, if that's your kink, yeah. But like, uh, I do have a problem. With your, it's very Lolita. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, know, it was weird. It's very the male fantasy in a yeah. lot of cases. So. Well, for sure, they were definitely selling like the sexuality to the male yeah. audience as well as like the girl power to the female audience. Yeah, yeah they were doing it all. 
<laughs> yeah, why not use your sexuality? Yeah. I'm yeah. doing it you right now. It. Can you feel it? <laughs> using your sexuality in this podcast right now? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, I I feel it all the time, and uh, I prefer not to. <laughs> okay. Back in the day, did you guys have any of the ancillary merchandise? Because I was looking it up today, and there were there was a whole bunch of stuff you could buy. I had it all. Did okay. you? What'd you have? I had all five Barbie dolls. Oh, yeah. Fuck, I had the Barbie dolls, too. Where the fuck did those Mine go? are all... <laughs> mine are, oh, my God! Mine are all in their boxes still because oh my, my dad's God. an antique collector, so I wasn't allowed to oh play with God. them. I bet you I my had, sister threw them in the fucking garbage. Okay, calm down right now. <laughs> Freaking out. I had all five of them, too. Okay, listen to what else I had, okay? Okay? I had all the gym... The, the lollipops, the oh, coloring yeah, books. Sure. I literally, so we, I do stand up comedy. My stand up comedy book up until like last year was a Spice Girls notebook <laughs> that I found and I brought it to like, I think I brought it to like a festival with me as my like to go over my notes, but that was like, that I had that I had like playing cards I had CD players the one thing that I didn't have and that I still wish to this day I had was the Spice Girls Polaroid I was, that's what I was going to ask about and I'm dying for it I uh, you know what I think I had I don't I could be wrong about this I think I had Spice Girls Pogs yeah, that makes sense. Oh, oh, I wow. think I did. The I only thing more I 90s did. than the Spice Girls Polaroid. <laughs> Spice, Spice Girls. I think I did what have Spice Girls bracelets? Pogs. I think I did. I think I did, too. Yeah, yeah. I think I had Spice Girls fake tattoos. Yep, tattoos? I still have those. What about the Spice Girls real tattoos? I would no, get one. I would shirt. get a fucking Spice Girl tattoo. I don't think I would, but no. I mean, I might. If you pay me, I'll it. do it. Did you guys try to go see Patreons? them? Patreons? Because they came to Toronto. Were you guys in Toronto um, at the time? To be So when we were children or recently? When we were children. So, uh, no, because uh, I was a child. And No one would have taken me to see the Spice Girls. Well, I remember I like they came to Much Music. Remember. It was a big deal. Like they yeah, closed yeah. down the street. No, I wasn't allowed to take the subway by myself. Okay. <laughs> But okay. as an adult, I would have like really loved to see them, but it just didn't align with my schedule and money finances. <laughs> what are you talking about your they life right now? Yeah. Like you're so busy. <laughs> What's right? I have to wash my hair that night. <laughs> well, let's let's take a moment and really go over your finances. So <laughs> I'm on Fraser, right? Like this is it. You're on Fraser. Fraser, because I called in for therapy. You know, Fraser isn't a real okay. therapist, right? Okay. This, that was such. But a watching is a form of therapy. Do you know how sh- I said Spice World was in my head? <laughs> Was that not very Spice Worldy? Well, you said, yeah. yeah, that yeah. was Frasier. And then we flash back to you being on yeah. Frasier, I think, that one time, ten years ago. And how, how's Kelsey Grammer not in this movie? <laughs> not okay, a but, British celebrity. Um, can I talk about something else? Another plot point in this film. No, that I, what I thought was very d- delightful, very darling, was the manager and that other blonde woman who I don't know her role in the Spice Girls that was Assistant always... manager. She's the one who was fired. They had that little bit of a romantic thing going on, a little bit of a romantic comedy. Be plot yeah. there, kind of yeah. right. Kind of. Did they actually ever fuck? Fuck yeah. I think they fucked and then they felt bad about it. Like, <laughs> Did I they think... actually fuck that night? Is that what's implied? I think that's what's implied. That was the note he awkward. gave to uh, George Wen and Mark McKinney when they like break the fourth wall. He's <laughs> like, like, "Have us fuck." Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Hook me up with her. <laughs> it was that uh, double vodka soda that Elvis Costello uh, serves him. Was you that still Elvis haven't Costello? told us which Spice Girls I, yeah. you relate to the most. <laughs> Oh. That's the big plot hole in this uh, whole but thing. But also that that was a great joke where she was like, I'll have a vodka soda. And then she was like, actually. And then he turns back and everyone's like, she's going to say who it is. She's going to say who it is. Because the joke like, is like how far celebrities have fallen. Yeah, exactly. And then she's the like, make it a double. And he's like, all right. And you're like, ah, she didn't pull out who it was. That's yeah. what a twist. Good joke. Great comedy rating. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that's where I learned. I mean, as a professional f- comedian, I would agree. I think that's a great joke. And Elvis Costello really handled himself well. I think they gave him his own show after this. <laughs> I don't know. Who did I relate to? I relate to a bunch of them. Probably sporty because, I don't know, because I wear pants a lot, I guess. And uh, Wait, were you sporty, though, as I a wear kid? loose pants. As a kid. You don't wear, like, yeah, a I Union pretty, Jack? <laughs> I was relatively sporty. I'm just going to point out that literally last, like, a few nights ago, I went on eBay to find Kappa Kappa sweatpants, okay. which are the pants that she wears throughout the whole movie. Also, okay. I just wanted to point that. I you might want to take that out, too. I do love- <laughs> <laughs> no, keep that in. That's the most important thing we said. <laughs> also, Scary Spice is wearing that NASA like jacket oh, repeatedly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh man, and NASA stuff is like trendy now. People have like NASA shirts and hats. Don't you notice that? Yes, half I- them aren't even astronauts. Yeah, but she was the best singer, right? 
Scary? Sporty. sporty. Oh, sporty. Yes. I think so, yeah. Sporty, yeah. So that's uh, also why, because I'm, you know, the most talented of everyone I know. Which was the one that did the duet with Brian Adams? Mel C. Oh, sporty. sporty. Oh, Sporty, yeah. Pretty good tune. Yeah. Oh, whoa. Somebody's <laughs> obsessed with the Spice Girls over here. I love them! <laughs> You're really coming around. Uh, a real turn of events in here. And I like Ginger because she had, like, a lot of attitude. And then... Uh, she was the most pro-feminist. Yeah. She was the most feminist. And then well, I, did you read... She, like, recanted feminism, like, ten years ago. What? Oh boy! Shocking. <laughs> I don't know what she that said. Means. She said people shouldn't use the word feminist because because of what? it equates to like bra burning lesbians or something. Oh Her oh, words. Like, oh no! Well, she's really yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah that's listen. This is you this was in like 2007. You asked us how we felt when we were children. Oh, 2007, yes. 11. You didn't years ask ago? us how we feel okay. about each. Who's our favorite Spice Girl now? Well, who's your favorite now? <laughs> oh, well, it's which are still alive? <laughs> well, oh yeah. Them. Baby. <laughs> well, I also really liked, I felt connected to Victoria Beckham because she also wore a lot of, of posh because she wore a lot of black and she was um, angry all the time. So <laughs> I thought that, right. well, I mean, I did. I was like, because I also, I'm dressed sporty, but I still wear black and I wore black as a kid too. And she just doesn't, she's never um She actually excited. gives zero fucks. She gives zero fucks. And so I think I kind of like Victoria Beckham the most still to this day. She's so true to herself too. She's so like, <laughs> She's everything that a celebrity embodies, like a reality celebrity embodies, and I really admire that in her. And that's a sincere comment, <laughs> like a dead sincere comment. I love that. I, I, I mean, I love how much you guys love this. I'm so glad you guys brought this movie onto this podcast because we yeah. would have never watched it. Exactly, and that's what we thought too. We were like, we're going to come to this podcast and discuss this movie with three dudes here. Yeah, well, it wasn't important to us when we were kids, but it, no. it, I mean, it's, I'm so happy that to hear that it was how, important to you. Yeah, guys. it shows you how important representation is right yeah for that sure you can see yourself it's because and- of them that i'm now a stand-up comedian <laughs> <laughs> otherwise no notebook yeah, yeah, no, no uh, excellent well, comedy performances yeah. but they're, they're very funny let's go around and uh, and kind of wrap up say if we think this movie is rewatchable i i don't know about you guys what are you gonna say but uh, uh don't be too hard on it <laughs> you can forgive your youthful selves what about you jm do you think this movie is rewatchable Oh, God, we're starting with me? Yeah. Well, I'd never seen this movie before, but it's kind of a terrible movie. But I also do, like, it did make me laugh a few times because it is so out there. I mean, I think they did, we didn't really talk about how they kind of are trying to do what the Beatles did, I think. Who? Oh. But <laughs> good point, Hugh. A, exactly. a lot of those Beatles movies weren't very good, and they kind of... Yeah. They got looser and a little more experimental as they went, and I feel like the problems with those are the same problems here. But, I mean, they've got a lot of talented people (laughs) showing up for two seconds. I don't know. In a way, I think it's a terrible movie, but it also, like, it made me appreciate the Spice Girls in a way, because, like, I legitimately like some of the songs, and I thought that when they show up in the movie, I enjoyed it, and I can see why they didn't pursue acting careers necessarily after this. I think they're pretty good in it. I'm actually not... I'm serious when I say that. Yeah? Um, Wait your turn. They're better than (laughs) I thought they would be. I'm just defending my heroes. Okay. I mean, yeah, I guess I kind of got into a a groove where I was accepting them, but... I don't know. I I could go either way, but I I think I think it's not a movie I will return to. But I can see why it's important. I can see why it was a good movie at the time, like for a big screen version of this band for fans to go see. I can see why this would be fun. Like I think it it served that need and was good. Oh, I did have one question for you guys. Was Spice Up Your Life is like the last song. Was that like the first time we heard that song or had that been out already? Oh, it had been out. They were already famous when Spice World was made. I I thought it was like, you know, like Super Mario 3 and the Wizard. Like they were like (laughs) debuting it in the movie or something. Yeah, because their album after this was called Spice World as well, right? Right. But it probably came out like a little like in between when that came out I don't know I don't know the exact time but I had I imagine I had well the other thing is that didn't the Spice Girls break up like five months after this movie came out yeah I think so it was a huge like I remember there was was in the news and then they released holla 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 sorry and then there were only four of them in the band for a bit didn't they there was a a very dark period Jerry left to go work for the UN or something she recorded she became a solo artist too for it was a really good album she worked for the UN yeah, she was like a UN ambassador. That's not oh. working for the UN. <laughs> <laughs> oh, whoa. Oh. Uh, 
But yeah, I don't know. It was it's kind of a movie I appreciate as like a cultural artifact. But yeah. I mean, yeah, I don't know. It's rough at times. Card- cultural artifact is great. Yeah. What about you? I think this is actually an important movie in our uh, diatribe of pop cultureness because, uh, <laughs> well, I'm dead serious. I'm dead serious. So like speaking right now, our diatribe pop culture. Yeah, because I feel very passionately about the Spice Girls because I don't. I think. Now we have a lot of women, female, like identified singers who are open and liberal and speaking about these things. And whether or not they actually believed in girl power, it was something that we saw for the first time in main- mainstream culture that was so huge. Like obviously in the sixties and the seventies, we had feminism, but it wasn't consumed the same way it was. So it gave a lot of women and l- yeah. girls these voices. And I think the movie, yes, it's bizarre. It's fucking weird. It's kitschy. It's campy. It's glittery. It's got songs that we all like. And I think, I think <laughs> if people, like. well, I guess, but I think if it was a band that people respected more, we would look at the movie very differently. And I think it's because people think of Spice Girls as kind of a joke that like people are willing to be like, well, no, it's not worth anything. I think it's the perfect example of a fucked up cult. Like it is a, it, there's no reason it shouldn't be a cult film. It is fucked up, weird, crazy, and fun. And that's, to me, what a cult film is. It's something that you want to keep on watching because mm-hmm. it's so bizarre. And there's so Not many hidden layers. It doesn't layers. have to be good. It doesn't have yeah, to be like Well, how many cult arts. movies? Like, yeah. There's so many movies that people love that I'm like, this is actual shit. <laughs> and someone just said, some guy said it was cool, so everyone was like, fuck. Yeah, the it room, is cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, I like it. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. I like it. No, I think it is. There are a couple of scenes where they're interacting with fans in the film and at the end when they're, they're like oh what's this camera here they're like it's a camera do you remember that in the credits the post credits thing yeah they're like uh, oh there are people watching who are you and you I was thinking in that moment I guess this is probably I can't even remember watching it for the first time but I actually felt a bit of some shivers and flashbacks to like the Spice Girls talking to me like <laughs> in the movie theater Jessica. and I was, I was like oh I was like you're, just like you're talking to me and I just felt so Come full up of on the screen <laughs> like <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I'm like hitting my head against the television, and but uh, no, but I just remember, like, I felt like overjoyed, and I was like, the amount of girls that fucking watched this movie and watched the Spice Girls and felt so strong and incredible and seen and heard. I don't give a shit that it's a terrible film and it's ridiculous times. I kind of love it more for that in a way. And you're totally right. If this was a bunch of fucking men in this film, I'm if this sorry. This was Blink 182 who made the film. I mean, not Blink yeah. 182. What am yeah. I saying? <laughs> <laughs> What, do you, what, well, what does that mean? Because who respects them? <laughs> they would not have done it on the show if it was Blink-182 in this movie. I hate everyone. But I just, I just want to say, <laughs> sorry, I just wanted to add one thing. I'm sorry. Like, um, I think it's also important that last scene is kind of like, it's very interesting that it happened in the 90s because literally five years later, they kind of like, they were before reality television and if you ever Absolutely. were into the hills and social media they're literally the. I don't know if you know the, the, the hills and how well you know the hills no. the last scene in the hills is kind of that idea it's them pulling the curtain of them being like this isn't reality and here we are anyways right. I just think Anyway, I think a lot of things. I do think it's powerful, and I think that, you know, it's even though it's a movie, it lacks conflict, uh, and so it's a problem. It's a film. Because there's no conflict. Part of me kind of loves that, because I'm like, this is so the Spice Girls. They're so anti-conflict between each other, and that is very rare to see in female music, especially in the 90s, where it's like Brandy versus Monica, and they're like, fuck you, he's my man, I hate women. And they're like, oh, I love women, feminism. That's crazy. Just hold hands now. All right. (laughs) I'll never hold your hand. Okay. And what, what about you, Rob? You know, I think I went in with high expectations. <laughs> Wait, did you... Is that Because I remember it being sort of entertaining, but I sort of just found it really flat. I didn't feel like anything sort of added up to anything. I think I sort of wanted there to be, like, more of the message, like, woven into, like the script or the plot or I wanted to like see it like that better writing and I'm thinking about like other movies music theme movies like Josie and the Pussycats which do similar things in like a much better way so I didn't love watching it this time around and I see where it's an important film and I will probably get the Criterion edition (laughs) 
when it is released. But uh, so much sass. <laughs> I may not watch it. It is remarkably hard to find. Like we were talking before the yeah. show, like it's not on iTunes. No, which is crazy. I literally yeah. googled it and found it immediately. Well, from a, a third-party bootleg. Yeah, spi- your precious Spice Girls aren't getting royalties for that. <laughs> yeah. I own all their merch. I think they're okay. Yeah, Natalie just you sends them, a house, them uh, yeah. e-transfers all the time. <laughs> <laughs> she sends them individual it's e-transfers. Again. How are you, baby? <laughs> baby, <laughs> just just so one. Years old. <laughs> Still called baby though. Yeah, I mean, I really appreciate how it's like a an icon as a movie for you guys. That's that's really interesting to me. For for like the writer side of me, it just it wasn't great that way. But I wasn't at all expecting to be at least a little bit charmed by them, and I kind of was. They were kind of like nice together, and they had this whole big house in a in a bus, and that <laughs> the was modern day partridge family. Yeah, and it was zany, and they were trying to be silly, and I like silliness, and I think that they did that. I'm not gonna watch it again, but I liked it. I liked watching it this time. And yes, I'm so curious now to see how you feel about Clifford, Cl- like the dog movie, the big dog. No, Short movie? yeah, Clifford. Oh. Yeah, that I guess crazy. that's another time. That's a crazy movie. Yeah, Why that's because that to me it's in the same vein, and that's a cult favorite. Is it I, Clifford? The Charles Grodin Martin Short I, movie Clifford. <laughs> People go okay. crazy for Clifford. I, this is I feel like, like I'm a little movie. older than you, so I remember it coming out, and like you're a little younger, so you were probably the generation where everyone's like Clifford. Well, so, I watch it like once a week. Do you really? You watch like, Spice World, Clifford, and Spice World. Monday Spice World, Tuesday Clifford, Wednesday Law and Order SVU. Oh, <laughs> I don't yeah. think I've thought about that movie in like 25 years. <laughs> Anyways, sorry, I did wasn't. It was just like a curious thought. <laughs> no, we'll have to have you guys back on to talk about it. That sounds fun. Uh, but thank you so much for coming on. Is there uh, where can people check you out? You can check us out on Facebook right now <laughs> at <laughs> facebook.com. Not sure if you've heard of that still website. Exists. Yep. Slash the really? Crimson Wave. <laughs> um, we both have Instagram and Twitter, and yeah. all my handles are stalking Natalie. Yeah. Oh, I miss Jess Beaulieu. We also have a show every Sunday night at Comedy Bar, a stand-up comedy show that we host together. You should come check it out. It's if you like the way we yell at each other here, <laughs> you'll love the live and show. And if you especially like the way we yell at men, you'll yeah. really yeah, love the show. Yeah. Rob will be there heckling in the back. <laughs> so. yeah. You don't want to come to our show and heckle. It's not a good scene. Well, thank you so much for coming on. And thank you for listening. You can check us out at facebook.com slash rewatchability at rewatchability on Twitter. You can buy t-shirts at TeePublic. You can go to patreon.com and slash rewatchability and give us uh, a little bit of money for monthly episodes that are just for you, which is nice. And, I don't know, continue <laughs> to use spice while cooking. I don't know, what do you... What? I don't know. It's like the worst joke to go... Spice up your life. Right, yeah. That's... Spice up your jokes, Blaine. <laughs> <laughs> there. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.